Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, folks. Hope everyone fared okay last evening. we got a great show lined up for you today. In the back half of the 12 o'clock hour, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on at the southern border. There's some uh, new developments there that I think are going to be shocking uh, to you and for you. Um, it's amazing the lengths that we go to uh, to try and circumvent the law, what's going on, what it's costing you, the taxpayer, the, uh, the city, as a citizen of the United States. And we'll break that down for you in the back half of the 12 o'clock hour. We'll start out with J.P. Morrell, New Orleans City Council president. We'll find out what's on the agenda for the city council this year and get his perspective on incoming Governor Jeff Landry. Uh, Gina Brown joins us in the 11 o'clock hour, founder of the Gina Brown Foundation. We'll talk about their mission and what they're doing and partnering with the New Orleans arts and culture nonprofits, as well as being a NOLA coalition uh, member. In the back half of the 10 o'clock hour, I'm going to give my opinion relative to uh, what happened at the end of the Saints game Sunday. I have a little bit of a different perspective, I think. I've been reading what everyone has said, and uh, I'll let you know how I feel about that in the back half. But we're going to start out with Hassan Corbin, executive director of the Sewage and Water Board. Obviously, there was some strong winds, some strong rain. There were some power outages last night. He'll um, give us an update as to where we stand. Hassan, welcome to the show. Good morning, Noel. Thank you for having me. Kassan, we started the week out with uh, some concerns about pumps that were down, uh, trying to get them back up. I think y'all were able to successfully get uh, some of the pumps back up and working. And how did we fare last evening? Well, I think we fared uh, fairly well. Uh, we did not have any uh, major experience with any issues. So uh, all in all, uh, we described that storm as fast moving. Uh, it had some high-intensity rain, but it didn't last long, so uh, we were able to manage it all fairly well. Power outages, was was there any issue relative to power throughout the system? Not that we were impacted by, no. I mean, I know it impacted other people, but uh, operationally we were fine. And the pumps that were up and running were able to make it through the evening without any issues We uh, this morning? Yeah, that that is accurate. Uh, we did a lot of uh, prep work, and you alluded to one major issue we had due to uh, what I call, you know, a criminal activity. You know, vandalizing and and stealing some copper uh, wire, rendering uh, a station uh, inoperational. Uh, and we are obviously going to focus on what that means long term. Talking to uh, the police department talking to other, you know, policymakers as to how do we elevate uh, the penalty uh, or just the topic itself, you know, because the consequence of 
uh, this, you know, vandalism or this criminal act has serious consequence to uh, the public health and our ability to protect our uh, community um, during an event. So we're going to make it uh, a top priority for us to see what we can do to uh, avoid future uh, bad bad actors from continuing. It's, it's just a very, uh, you know, adver- adverse impact on our system. How frustrating is that? I mean, it's not enough that we have enough challenges with the age of the equipment and everything that we've talked about over the years, but you got some idiot that's going to come and steal copper that's going to render it inoperable. I mean, it's just... I mean, yes, and the discrepancy between the value of that copper to somebody is so minimal versus what it means in terms of inability our inability to protect our public. I mean, it's just a huge, huge discrepancy between the two. And, uh, you know, I, I'm guessing they don't care or they don't think about that, but we have to do, we're taking a lot of precautionary measures and making it much more difficult uh, for, for folks to, to, to do that. But nonetheless, if somebody wants to do harm, they, they will. And we need to make sure that they know that they'll be met with, uh, you know, severe consequence and uh, with the help of our, again, policymakers and the police department. I know that um, we, you, you guys have been embarking upon the implementation of your smart meter program. Any um, updates there? Uh, well, we continue to switch uh, meters uh, on on daily basis. Uh, this quarter will will uh, reflect uh, what we call, you know, just the the, uh, the first ma- major rollout because we've done a lot of soft rollout, uh, working through a lot of issues, making sure that the all the softwares are interfacing correctly and the uh, meter the meters are actually speaking to the towers and the towers are sending. Uh, the reads to a local, so it's all, all that th- these processes are, have been vetted, and now we're uh, going to go out and hopefully do about 4,000 meters a month, and uh, even hopefully we'll ramp those up even higher or more uh, as we get uh, more proficient and more comfortable with the swapping. We have not been able to, uh, or we have yet to produce a bill based on the smart meters because we're trying to create enough data to assess any consequence or uh, uh, any results from the, the switching before we, we uh, actually do that. So we're, we're, we're cautiously moving forward, but it's pretty imminently we're going to start producing um, bills that are uh, based on the smart meter reads. So what you're saying, you guys are still running beta testing and transferring data from the smart meter to the billing program to make sure that the efficacy uh, standards that you all have developed are, are there and that you meet them before you roll that out. That, that is correct. And and one uh, known issue that's universal to any utility that has uh, switched from old uh, meters to smart meters, uh, you you typically experience uh, a delta between the old reads versus the new reads based on the accuracy of the new meters. Mm-hmm. So the new meters are 
very, very uh, well calibrated and they are very accurate and they would uh, register every single drop of water that goes through your meter versus the old meter, uh, the older it, it is, the less accurate and the more under registration that it would, would do, meaning that we have probably uh, routinely and on a regular basis have uh, under uh, uh, registered the actual consumption. So now we're capturing that delta with the new reads and we're trying to figure out what that average increase is going to be before we can, you know, obviously start sending the bills, making sure that we're, we educate the public in advance of what to expect. Obviously, the benefit uh, is the accuracy, the benefit is the timeliness, uh, reliability, but also, you know, with that may may come some increase in the actual registration and, you know, you, we will be charging people for what they consume, uh, which what we haven't been doing for a while. So it's a it's an issue that is universal, and every single utility who's done this work before had the same exact issue. Well, typically, when you're improving efficiency, new equipment, you're able to calibrate uh, better. You're you're able to account better. You, what you see is. Uh, you're going to have registered volumes of use of water that are going to go up. It's a it's a PR nightmare for sure, because <laughs> no one no one wants to wants to believe that they're consuming more and they're going to have to pay more, right? Well, I mean, that's right. I mean, spot on. Uh, it just it's a, it's just how we're we're going to educate and make sure that people are uh, know what to expect and understand why, and you know, we're trying to build trust. So we want to make sure we're very transparent on the front end and make sure that, you know, any reaction, good or bad, is, is uh, you know, received and managed. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure our customers are informed and satisfied at the end of the day. So basically, y'all are double-checking to make sure that what you're registering fall within the industry tolerances because we're not first to market with this technology, obviously. Uh, and so there's a standard that's out there and developed already. Absolutely, absolutely, and we are being super cautious. Again, given our history with you know the, the estimate, estimated bills and uh, all the issues associated with it, so we want to make sure. Again, we're we're pivoting from from the, that place to much more confident and more transparent uh, and informed place for our customers, so they they trust what we're what we're doing on their behalf. They trust our numbers. And, you know, long term, it's, it's obviously a huge improvement for the, our community. But that first hit might be a little bit uh, you know, tough to navigate the first couple of bills and then it, it normalizes. And then, again, we enjoy the benefit of the, the technology we're investing in. Gassan, the last time you and I talked, uh, the city uh, public works department was in the process of assessing their uh, catch basin basing cleaning protocols um, any anything new to report there uh, I haven't had the conversation with with them uh, recently since you and I spoke uh, I know they, they are focusing on uh, a, a specific number of the over 70,000 catch basins that they are responsible for and I believe they're targeting anywhere between five to ten thousand in terms of you know the highly susceptible ones to 
you know, collecting more debris and what have you. So, but I, I don't have an update on how far they've gotten with that rockford yet. All right. Final thoughts. Um, again, you know, we we want to be uh, cautious. We want to be ready for any any storm, any event. We have one coming this Thursday, so stay tuned, and uh, we'll be as ready as we can be. All righty. Best of luck to you. We really appreciate your time uh, this morning and look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you. No. Have a good day. Uh, great day. All right, folks, that's Kassan Corbin, Executive Director, Sewage and Water Board. We will be right back after the break. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back, folks. Um, glad that uh, Gassan Corbin was able to join us this morning and give us a little after action as to what went on uh, last evening in light of the storm. And I hope everybody worked made it through okay number of power outages but it doesn't seem like there was a a lot of flooding or otherwise i wanted to touch on the situation uh, we we had our inauguration coverage yesterday wasn't able to really address uh, what i thought was um, what was playing out at the end of the saints game versus the falcons on sunday we've had a lot of players uh, make a lot of comments about what went on and and some of it is really mystifying to me as to how um, they're missing the point Uh, and you know we got all wrapped up as to whether or not the players uh, were showing a lack of respect for Dennis Allen I don't believe that that was necessarily the case I think it's actually worse I think they showed a total lack of respect for themselves individually and to each other When you think about this creation of this victory formation, what is the purpose of it? The purpose is about the safety of the player, right? You're giving the opposing team an indication of what is going to come. Why? For the safety of the player. Everybody knows that. It's all about them. That was the whole reason of respecting the victory formation, knowing that you were going to kneel down, take a knee, Uh, And, you know, this was a sportsman protocol to protect one another. So the reality is, is that 
They didn't disrespect Dennis Allen. They disrespected themselves. So where do we go from here? Is this a signal of what is to come? What's next? You know, of this respect of the value of, of what they do, the danger and a sign of professionalism. I mean, that that's really what this protocol is all about, right? But the players on the Saints team, they've cheapened and diminished the value of this sportsmanlike gesture or protocol, quite frankly. They've diminished themselves. They've minimized themselves. They've actually made fools of themselves, especially in the defense of what they've, what they've done. So what's next? Putting your hand out to help an opposing team member up off the ground and then releasing their hand halfway up? Where do we go from here? It seems to me that this whole notion of respect um, is, again, being completely and totally bastardized. I mean, how obvious is this? If you were to apply this same thing to corporate America, right? Is there any doubt that this is a business? Yes, it's a competition. Yes, it's entertainment. But it's a business. And if those in middle management or front line decided that they needed to make a fellow employee look good and do things contrary to management each and every day, how does that company survive? How does it succeed? What is the structure? Sounds a little bit like anarchy, right? Is the Saints organization a democracy? Did they make this transition at some point in time where these players get to decide what the strategy is going to be, what the playbook's going to look like, the order of the plays that are out there? Uh, are they providing a list of team members that they want to help before every game to the coach so that the coach at least has some awareness of uh, who the preferred player is of the day and that there may be a risk uh, that they may do something contrary to what the game plan is in order to help perpetuate or further or maybe achieve an incentive goal that has monetary gain for that individual out there on the field to play. When you listen to what these players are saying in defense of not only Jamal Williams, but Jameis Winston, the idiocracy of their approach to this is absolutely incredible. No wonder there's a level of frustration with the NFL as a whole. It's absolutely ludicrous that we would defend this type of action, violate a safety protocol for one another for the benefit of one player, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is just as much to blame as anybody because he was willing to receive it. That is not a testament of professionalism. You are not the center of any universe. Not a single one of those 11 players on that field are the, are the center of any universe. And if they were to be in any other business organization with the manner in which they conducted themselves on that play and the manner in which they defend themselves on that play, in corporate America, you know where they would be? In the unemployment line. 
but these are privileged individuals. And they believe that they can run counter to just basic business principles of how an organization is run. They believe that they're entitled to do what they want, when they want, how they want. One of the most surprising um, comments uh, was by Derek Carr, (laughs) who said that coaches don't really have control over what we do out there. I mean, that is who that we're putting our future in the hands of that individual with that mentality. I know everybody wants to be everybody's buddy in the locker room. Everybody's all afraid. Oh, we're going to lose the locker room. You know what? I don't know if we lose the locker room or not, but there's one thing we ought to lose are some players. Because they have a demented view and perspective of how a business operates. They'll never make it out there. There's no way they can carry that attitude out into corporate America and make it. No way, no how. They're privileged. And we are fools. Because we help perpetuate this feeling. I've heard a number of people calling in talking about, well, it was the Dirty Birds. You know, because it was the Dirty Birds... Ban, you know, everything. All the protocols are out the window. So you know why I know this is the case as it relates to this issue of the victory formation? How many times have you seen fights break out in the aftermath of a victory formation when they think somebody took a cheap shot? How many times? Like almost every week. Almost every week. It obviously means something to them. Then why are they fighting about somebody being a little bit too aggressive when the ball snap while one team's in the victory formation? Did not hear not a single player, not a one, bring that point up. Then what are you fighting about? Are you fighting just for the sake of fighting? No. You're fighting for the very reasons that I just outlined. Because you take a relaxed posture because it is emblematic of a sportsmanlike protocol and gesture that if you're not willing to honor it, you've cheapened it. And you're not worthy of the utilization of the victory formation. So next year, when a Falcons defensive player comes flying over the line of scrimmage and Pelays, who's ever fortunate enough to be receiving the snap and the privilege of not only playing before the fans of the city of New Orleans, but the privilege of playing for Dennis Allen, the privilege of, of playing for Mrs. Benson, the privilege of playing for the Saints, Let us not go all hog wild crazy when that individual gets hurt. The old adage of what goes around comes around. You cheapen yourself, you cheapen the protocol, you cheapen being sportsmanlike, 
you cheapen respect for one another, you suffer the consequences. I would love to hear from you. 504-260-1870 on the Oakwood Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy... The tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Well, the uh, the text line is all over the map, and uh, folks are saying, I love your show, Newell. However, in my opinion, you spent way too much time on the Saints issue. There are way more important things going on with uh, uh, with our, within our state than to spend so much time on something that happened within the National Football League or the National Felon League. Obviously, that's how he uh, feels about uh, or he or she feels about the NFL. I think it's important. I think a lot of people are calling for Dennis Allen's head, you know, that he's lost the team and that because he made uh, the overture that he made to the coach on the Atlanta Falcons, um, that that's an indication that there's friction between him and the team. Well, if there is, sorry for the team, not sorry for Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen did the appropriate thing. Let us not lose sight of that. That was an inappropriate conduct on that play, in my view, in my opinion. And what flows from that is to stand up, be a man, recognize when you've done something that's less than professional, less than acceptable, cheapens the product, cheapens the team, cheapens the players, and you call it out. And if you fear losing the locker room for calling out bad behavior, then we've really lost in society today. Then the NFL as a product is not worth the paper it's written, written on. If we're willing to, to try and send Dennis Allen packing on this issue, then the NFL's now, it, this whole thing is a farce. The way we interact in society you know, is reflected every day by every business operation, the way we conduct ourselves in society, the way this team conducts themselves in society. I, I applaud Dennis Allen. I applaud him 
for doing the right thing. His moral compass is definitely intact. Can't say the same for a lot of others. Let's go to Terrence. Terrence, you're up. Welcome to the show. No, I agree. I agree with every single thing you said. So we should apply the same standards to Donald Trump. I think Absolutely. the leadership of Donald Trump has put this country in the situation that it is in today. And the lack of civility and respect has gone out the, out the window because it starts at the top. And when Donald no doubt. Trump... And we should do the same thing to Joe Biden. And we should do the same thing to Joe Biden. Absolutely. So when Donald every single last one of them. Yeah, when Donald Trump did not accept the election and decided to get on Air Force One, not uh, acknowledge the the uh, incumbent president, and did not give him the due respect as a president of the United States. That set the tone for the country. So what and James for that, Winston did, and and which, for that, he will be looked upon as a fool by many, including myself. You have to stand up. You have to be a man. You have to understand the significance of the transition of power, one way or the other. You fight that in the court. You don't fight that the way that, that Donald Trump did it. I call him out on. I've called him out on this show ad nauseum on the, on that issue. And. And in my mind, as it relates to that, he was less than professional. No doubt about it. Seemed to have lost Terrence. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're up. Let's go to Peggy. Peggy, you're up. Hey, good morning, Newell. You are a thousand percent correct, I believe, This is uh, in, on this issue. It has nothing to do with Dennis Allen's ability with this. That's a different situation. It's a different animal. There are different aspects to dealing with that. This squarely lands on the principles and the morals and the behavior of those professional athletes. And with that said, how would these guys, how would these um, players respond to grammar school and middle school kids to answer to them why they went against um, the the coach's play at the end? Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, no, Peggy, you're right. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, especially when you get to the point that why, why is there a victory formation? The whole thing, it's about an indication to the opposing side that you're taking a knee. I mean, it, if it's not that, then then why do they fight when, you know, one, one side's too aggressive or the other? They can't have it both ways to try and justify that they want to do something nice for Jamal Williams because he didn't score a touchdown this season. Really? Again, none of you guys are the center of the universe. I know that's hard to come to grips with, but not a single one of you are. And you'll never make it in corporate America with, that, with, that, with the mentality that you're bringing forward and the justification, um, you know, about how great a guy Jameis Winston is. All right, great. That's good. Wonderful. Great guys do wrong things. He did something wrong. Let me, I'll make this, I'll bet on this. I would have bet on this about Derek Carr uh, as well, but I, I was obviously wrong about Derek Carr because when he was asked if, if it was concerning that Pete Carmichael's play call was overruled, Derek Carr says no. Carr said players want to take care of their guys and sometimes 
there's not much that coaches can do about that. Have you ever heard a more ignorant statement than that? We get to choose when and why and how. If there's somebody out on the team that we that's out on the field that we happen to like more than others, and we believe that they're entitled to some additional juice, there isn't anything the coach can do about it. We're going to give it to them. Really? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm pretty confident that Drew Brees would have never handed that ball off. I'm fairly confident that that would not have even been a discussion on the field with Drew Brees. I don't know why I say that. I'm just pretty confident about that. This is a lack of respect for one another, not for Dennis Allen. And they need to be called out for it. But how can the alleged leader of the offense moving forward send this signal to any coaching staff in the NFL and have any coaching staff in the NFL embrace this statement and be confident in moving forward with that individual as the leader? Are these guys not thinking? Do words not matter? Do they believe that they can just say these things and justify these things? Because and in the end, Jamal Williams getting a touchdown is so important to the team that they're willing to basically violate an unwritten safety protocol that's accepted across the league. That's why the Atlanta coach was so damn mad, and he had every reason to be mad because he's trying to protect his players. But to have your your quarterback say, what's the message that he's sending uh, not only the coaching staff but everyone else? Hey, I'm a player. Players want to take care of their guys. Who's who's their guys? Is there a list? Do you have a list, Derek, of who's on the their guy list for Derek Carr so that everybody's clear and we can understand why? Maybe, maybe that explains some things that happen on the field. I don't know. Because Derek has a their guy list. Obviously, Jimmy Graham does too. And it appears that Jameis Winston is on everybody's their guy list. So no matter what Jameis does, they're going to come to his defense whether or not he does something stupid or not. This is a real dangerous mob mentality when you start listening to these ignorant responses. This is, this is a height of ignorance that I've never, ever seen before, collectively. And a lot of these guys are damn well educated. And then I love the ones that say, well, it's the Dirty Birds. It's the Falcons, so we just do whatever the hell we want when, whenever we want. Let's go to Jaime. Jaime, you're up. Hey, no. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you for, uh, for having me this morning. And, um, you know, I can't agree with you more. But um, talking about starting – Starting from the top, let's. I, I think it's time to bring Mickey Loomis to the table. He's been with the team since 2000. He, he probably has more money than I would ever see in my lifetime. But I say let's start with him, you know. 
and 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 bringing him to the table and and seeing what you know the direction he's trying to go because obviously, you know what we have right now, it ain't working and you know that that's just that's just where I'm at with it. You know, let's bring Mickey to the table. Well, I mean, look, let's be honest. It worked for a long time, didn't it? And every, and look at look across the NFL. Every NFL team, for the most part, that's lost their premier quarterback has struggled in the following years trying to establish another premier quarterback. When you look at most of the teams in the NFL that have similarly situated records to the Saints, they're struggling in what position? Either due to injury, quality of play, whatever. They're struggling because of their quarterback play, right? If you have consistent quarterback play like we have enjoyed and we've been spoiled by the quality of the play of Drew Brees for a long, long time, we are no different. And I get what people are saying. You're frustrated. Let's let's get Mickey Loomis on the carpet. Let's get Dennis Allen. This one's got to go. That one's got to go. You know how many got to goes that, that there are out there right now? Um, do we think that there's a whole lot better that's going to be available to us at this point in time? Uh, a lot of folks are saying, well, Harbaugh's leaving. He's I don't want Harbaugh. He brings all kinds of baggage with him. I mean, they every team is struggling out out there, and and I'll and I'll tell you this, is that you got to be a little bit more patient. You got to exercise some emotional intelligence. You can't make emotional decisions. You got to evaluate things at the way they are across the league. Uh, look at Bill Belichick. By all accounts, people say he is a goat the greatest of all time as it relates to coaches. He struggled for the last three years because he hadn't had a quarterback. And it takes a long time to develop one. We were very fortunate. We fell into Drew Brees, who fell into us, and he performed at a level that not many others in modern-day football have ever performed at. And to find something to follow that up, is difficult at best. We'll be right back, folks. Stay with us. Folks said I missed the boat uh, because Dennis Allen knew all along that that's what they were going to do. I can only take him at his word. I can't imagine that he's going to go to the mic and lie. But, you know, and I still think he did the right thing by calling the team out. And if he loses the locker room as a result thereof, then there are probably players inside that locker room that need to be lost. When we come back, we will visit with Gina Brown, founder of the Gina Brown Foundation and our NOLA Coalition Hour. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.